Hey guys, it's Drew here. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about HIT training or high intensity interval training. And I'm going to talk about uh, what it is, number one, um, how to complete it, where it should fit within your training program, um, if it's suitable for you to do, and and then some of the benefits around HIT training as well. So um, I, I guess I'll start off by kind of defining what HIT or high intensity interval training is. Um, HIT is, it's quite popular at the moment. Um, HIT is uh, something that you'll see a lot online. Um, you'll see a lot of, uh, you know, social media trainers um, uh, advocating HIT training. And look, it is a really beneficial um, form of exercise. It really is. It's got a, a magnitude of, of health benefits, um, uh, huge amounts of cardiovascular fitness benefits as far as time efficiency is concerned, which I'll talk about in a second. But there are a lot of benefits to it, but there's also some downsides to HIT as well. And, and let's define what HIT means first. So high-intensity interval training is essentially exercise where you are performing bouts of maximal intensity exercise. So we divide, define, sorry, uh, maximal intensity um, by a heart rate measurement. So maximal for HIIT training is above 92% of your maximum heart rate. Um, So bouts of maximal intensity exercise um, with bouts of rest. And then we repeat. So we go high intensity, and then we rest, and then we go high intensity, and then we rest. So as I said, it's defined by heart rate measurements. So 92% or above of your maximum heart rate um, is defined as the high intensity zone. Um, So really, it's ensuring you are getting your heart rate to that level, and then resting enough that you can repeat the workout for however long you choose to do so. So it it is something that is really difficult to do psychologically and physically um, for a lot of people because, you know, getting your heart rate to 92% and above consistently um, throughout a workout, it's very uncomfortable. Um, your, your heart is going through the roof. Your respiratory rate is going through the roof. Your body is aching and sore, and it's very, very uncomfortable to be in um, for any length of time. So, you know, it's it's not for everybody. Um, it is, while it's very beneficial and it has a, a lot of proven benefits, you've also got to weigh up the, the cons of this form of training, which is the, the psychological burden, the physical burden um, of this style of training. And for that reason, you can't really complete this any more than once a week, maybe twice if you're a really fit individual and you're you know able to you, you essentially bash yourself for the length of time that the sessions take. So, um, it, 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 look, benefits are there definitely, but the negatives are also there. And it is something you do need to work your way up to, to be able to perform this type of training. Number one, just perform it, you know, at all. And number two, to perform it on a, on a consistent, regular basis is something you really need to build yourself up to doing. So definition of HIT is, is maximal intensity, 92% heart rate above, um, effort with rest, max effort, rest, max effort, rest. So, you know, the, the most common forms of this are running and cycling. Um, they enable 
a nice, fluid, repetitive movement uh, in which you are able to adjust the intensity if you are not able to get your heart rate up. You can adjust the intensity, adjust the resistance, adjust the speed, um, so you can get your heart rate up. So they're the most common ways of doing it. Very, very difficult to achieve this in any kind of non-cardiovascular um, training uh, method. So things like, you know, squats or, you know, even things like burpees and, and those kind of movements, very difficult to consistently achieve maximal intensity um, doing those kinds of movements. And also you have the added risk of, of, of muscular failure, muscular fatigue before you reach the heart rate zone. Um, and then you have um, potential issues with injury and overuse. So running and cycling are the most common forms. Um, you know, you can do it rowing, but again, you get that kind of muscular burnout with rowing, um, particularly when you are rowing at a heavier resistance. Um, so yeah, most common are, are running and cycling. Um, obviously, to be able to measure whether you are performing true high-intensity interval training, uh, a heart rate monitor is required. And it's very difficult to measure um, this intensity without a heart rate monitor. Um, so we do really recommend getting a, a chest strap or even just a wristwatch um, that can measure your heart rate output so you can monitor whether or not you are achieving that high intensity zone that we're looking for, 92% of maximum heart rate or above. Um, so that's a really important point as well. It's something that, um, look, any exercise is going to give you benefit, but the, the, the benefits, the proven benefits, the proven health benefits, and also cardiovascular fitness benefits of high intensity interval training are specific to completing the exercise at maximal intensity. So heart rate monitors are probably a really, uh, well, they are a really essential item um, when reaching for this form of training. So as I said, once a week is absolutely ample for most people um, just because of the huge amount of output that this style of training uh, puts on the body. Um, twice a week, if you're a really fit, you know, uh, I guess psychologically strong individual that can handle the kind of intensity that this training um, entails. Um, I don't want to be putting you off interval training uh, because it, there is benefits to it, absolutely. I don't want to be putting you off, but I, I, I do want to be realistic and say it is a very difficult form of, of exercise and something that you do need to build yourself up to. And, and, and on that note, building yourself up to intensity, high-intensity interval training can be done a number of ways. And, and the first way we do it is by adjusting the work-rest ratio. So the amount of time you are working for, running for, or cycling for um, is generally quite low with high-intensity interval training. So um, we're looking at somewhere between 10 seconds and maybe 30 seconds of work time. Um, again, depending on how fit you are, um, your heart rate, the time it takes your heart rate to elevate to 92% or above uh, is going to vary. So um, you may start this form of exercise with very low intervals, time lengths. So you may start with a 10 or 15 second on phase and just see what your heart rate does. See if it reaches up high enough. Um, and if it doesn't, you can just add a few seconds onto that time. So you could push it out to maybe 20 seconds and just adjust as you need, depending on what your heart rate is doing. So starting off quite low um, and only doing four or five sets 
of the interval is a really great pace to start. So you may start with a 15 second um, interval. So you're sprinting for 15 seconds. Um, you might rest for a minute, minute and a half, and then you will repeat that four, five times, and that would be a really good introduction to high-intensity interval training. Um, it's it's a, a physiologically demanding style of exercise, um, so a huge amount of energy output, huge amount of calorie expenditure, um, and for that reason, you're going to feel quite fatigued, quite tired, um, and a lot of people comment on feeling quite hungry after these workouts, and that's just one of the beneficial side effects of I guess pushing your body to to that kind of intensity, um, uh, monitoring your heart rate throughout these sessions is really important. So you can see number one how high the heart rate is climbing and how quickly that heart rate is climbing, but also how quickly it's coming down back to a, a relatively normal um, heart rate. So uh, uh, that will determine the length of your rest periods. Um, so if you are sprinting for 15 seconds and that achieves a heart rate zone of 92% or above, which is the heart rate zone we want it to be in, um, you start to time how long it takes your heart rate to drop. And you don't want it to drop all the way down to resting by no means. You want it to drop around about 30 or 40% of what your maximum heart rate is. So drop 30 or 40% below that. Um, and then you are ready to repeat the interval and go again. And for most people, if it's, you know, a, a 15 second interval, um, that'll take about a minute or a minute and a half to achieve that drop. Um, and then you're ready to go again for, for your set number two. Okay. So uh, as I said, I don't want to put people off this style of training. I do just want to be open and honest and say it is very difficult, um, beneficial, many, many benefits to this style of training, um, huge amounts of, of, of physiological benefits and cardiovascular fitness benefits, um, but also the, the, the cons are that um, high output on the body, that fatigue, and also that, that mental, uh, I guess, strength that's required to complete these sessions um, is very high. So just be aware of that and start off easy. If you've never done this style of training before, start off relatively easy, short intervals, with long rest periods um, and uh, and see how you go. Just adjust um, how your uh, rest intervals go and how your um, sprint intervals go. Um, Time-wise, just adjust those depending on what your heart rate is doing um, and you can start to build on that as time goes on. So one session a week is plenty. Two, if you're, if you're really keen and really kind of already cardiovascularly quite fit and able, um, and, uh, and you'll really see some great benefits from this style of training. So definitely something to give a go. Um, if you've never tried it before, um, give it a go, see how you go. Uh, remember a heart rate monitor is required for this style of training. So, um, it's best to, uh, get one of those and, and you can really effectively monitor um, what your heart rate is doing whilst completing these exercise sessions. So guys, there's a little bit of a summary on HIT training, high intensity interval training. Um, a bit of a summary there. So something to consider uh, if you haven't already added this into your uh, training routine maybe something to consider. Um, the good thing about this is it's quite suitable to all goals. So whether your goal be um, fitness, performance, um, weight loss, 
really is suitable to all of those goals. So um, definitely something for you to consider. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I really hope this kind of clarified some of the questions that I've been getting about high-intensity interval training. Um, If you do have any more questions, please do let us know. Always happy to help out and answer them where we can. Guys, I'll see you on the next episode of the podcast. Have a great day.